0: This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A
1: to to Z.
0: We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and D. And now we have to go to all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, <laughs> a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We will present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z
2: 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue
0: right, it's Lincolnator A to Z, it's Siren 107.3 FM, and you can listen to us at sirenonline.co.uk where you can also uh, watch us chew through, well they're nearly over now, the biscuits, you can watch us chew through, through a whole packet of biscuits uh, on the webcam before 9.30, but we're here till 10.30. Uh, I'm Paul Tyler, uh, opposite me, uh, the man behind the controls, the man that this week I found out has changed his uh, his, his books on his bookshelf, or his uh, his complete bookshelf, <laughs> uh, into colour order, uh, and then didn't like it and put them back into, I'm assuming now alphabetical order, Johnny?
3: Yeah, yeah, they're back in kind of subject and alphabetical order. So it's, it's, it's very much order. the in thing I've, I've been told. I read it in a Sunday magazine. Okay, but you didn't like it? I didn't like it, so I changed it back, yeah.
0: Okay, right. Uh, that's Johnny Hall, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can make your own judgments uh, for what you will. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, which, which grid are we going to be visiting, Johnny? Can you push that button that lets us know that?
1: My name is Shelley Paulson. I'm on the End of the Week show. I've lived in Lincoln for 32 years. I think Lincoln needs more things for teenagers. A20.
2: Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. A20.
0: Here on Lincoln A to Z, what we do is we go around poking our noses into other people's business on 52 randomly selected grids uh, from the Lincoln A to Z map. Um, This week, we're in A20, grid square A20. Johnny, Johnny, please tell me what's in that.
3: Okay, A twenty. You've got uh, a bit of Moor Lane. You've got uh, Jacastas, There's a ski lake down there, and a bit of my favourite place, the Western Bypass.
0: Oh. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I don't know. Let, let's let's elaborate a little bit on that, Johnny. You know, some, <laughs> sometimes people might be tuning in for exactly the first time. Yeah. Um, and so you're not always pro road and car, are you? Not particularly, no, no. Or, or plastic windows on.
3: Or on plastic a, windows or answers. anything,
0: anything like that. Yeah, no, there we like go. I think, I think actually, the, the, the first ten minutes of this program uh, in this episode has really painted uh, a picture of you uh, about being pedantic about your bookshelf <laughs> and a <laughs> and, uh, 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 car hating, uh, plastic window um, hating. Uh, there are things in the world I like. I can't remember, I can't remember the last time we had that no, kind of conversation. No, no, Can you, you? no you mention it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have a think. Okay, now if you know anything about this A20 grid uh, or any of our other uh, fifty-one that we've uh, we've got to complete in this, in this year, whether we've been there or not, please let us know. Email is Lincoln A to Z at SirenOnline.co.uk. You'll find us on the Facebook, and of course we're on Twitter. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. And also now is the Siren FM studio. Uh, there's a Siren FM studio Twitter account, which is at Siren. No, <laughs> let me get this right. See, I <laughs> thought it should be at Siren, but you know, I, I was overruled in this meeting. At Studio Siren FM. The other one must have been taken. Uh, OK, now you can find out which grids we've looked at and where we're going uh, from our fabulous website.
2: LincolnA to Z dot co dot UK. Uh,
0: where you're also going to find the... Uh, 27 podcasts that we've made as well so far we're over halfway it's all downhill from here on in Uh, time now to visit the a20 grid uh, and have a poke about see what's there Uh, now in december of this year we'll be hosting a five-week exhibition at the collection uh, which we hope sums up our lincoln a to z experience Uh, and we've also commissioned some artwork from local artists too and uh, something we're collecting from each grid um, is also the sound of the grid. Now that audio will be combined and will be heard on the sound wall of the collection. So there's no prizes for guessing the sound of this grid. So that's that's really the sound of A20. If there was ever a sound to be had, that summed up a grid. That's it. There's your relief road. Uh, part of the A46, circling around Lincoln to keep the traffic out of the city centre, um, which was always going to try and stop people moaning about the uh, train barriers in the city centre. They didn't work, that didn't work. Uh, but that is very much the noise of this grid. A violent traffic noise of lorries and stuff trying to get past, just trying to get across the road was hairy, scary. It was really, you know, really, they whizz past you at a phenomenal speed. Uh, and there are hardly any gaps hardly any gaps to get in there but they might as well just be all connected to each other all these things uh and just call them a train so a bit further away just past brayford leisure caravan center now and uh, a bit further away from the bypass you can still hear. i'm sure i'm sure you still hear it for miles around here uh, a bit more peace and quiet but away from the hustle and bustle of the of, of the town and um Quite often, you see in town uh, young people uh, reading a book, holding up a sign uh, saying golf sale. But here we are, we're strapped to a lamppost, and no young person reading a book uh, attached to this. But there we go, golf sale sign.
3: Yeah, I've often wondered where these golf sales actually are. So, you say right in the centre of town, in front of the stone bow, you'll see somebody holding a golf sale sign. You think there's no golf shops around here. Maybe this is what happens. Maybe if you follow that sign, then at the end of that road, there'll be another sign saying golf sale. Then another, and then another, and before you know it, you're out here in the wilds on Moor Lane, and you've still not got there. I don't, maybe it's up in Yorkshire or something.
0: <laughs> so, further down, uh, we're on Moor Lane, and on one side, just outside of our grid, is, uh, is I think, the Lincoln Golf Centre, uh, which is no doubt where the golf sale uh, is leading you to, not Yorkshire, and uh, it's quite, it's, I think it's a crying shame that, And we've always said this about many of our grids, it's a crying shame just outside the grid. There's a driving range, we can't go there and I can't laugh at Johnny's hand-eye coordination with a golf club. But our grid mainly concerns um, the lake. And we always love it when we get one with a lake because uh, there's there's very little to talk about uh, with a lake involved. Other than the static homes that are uh, uh, scattered uh, around the outside of the lake, uh, you would assume that most of these people are very, very keen on fishing. Um, and oh, by the looks of things some boats as well canoes kayaks that kind of stuff but also what we can see is is Joe Castors and you see posters for Joe Castors all the way around Lincoln uh, usually for big events uh, certainly New Year's they have a a big shindig and a big party uh, here and basically it's just as far as I can tell and I'm willing to be proven wrong on this it's just a great big tent uh, right next to the lake there Um, and I I don't know I I get this feeling though it's it's reasonably exclusive even though it is just a great big tent uh, you might say marquee I'm going to say tent great big tent Um, it's always seemed reasonably exclusive uh, to me maybe uh, people of local businesses and business owners and the hoi polloi perhaps come out here for that kind of shindig and also it's a bit too far out of town really to to be going you're going to need to get a taxi here aren't you unless unless you live in one of these static caravans and then you're laughing
3: I did come here once um, I was forced to come here by my uh, wife She not my wife at the time We came here for a wedding show Which is this very much the sort of thing they do at Jocasta quite a lot um, And we had to walk around stalls showing us You know, their cakes and their confetti And their, their artisan produced invitations and that kind of thing um, And yeah, I, I wanted to die
0: Did <laughs> Did any of that end up at your wedding? None of it at all,
3: no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she wanted to come and, you know... I yeah, She I'd, wanted yeah. to
0: come and dream, that's what she wanted. I had
3: yet trapped her into marriage, so I had to go with it at that point. But, yeah, now now I call the shots.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Don't broadcast that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're edited, really. If you leave that in, you're a fool. So they're, they're New Year's Eve extravaganza. Uh, it's Gino Washington and the Ram Jam Band. I've got to say, just look at that poster. It does look great, doesn't it? It looks like that'll be a wild night. It looks like, you know, they, they, with Gino Washington and the Ram Jam Band, you, you you're going to have a good night. You know, it's going uh, to be good. However, uh, the price of a taxi out here, uh, the price of drinks, and also uh, tickets at £60. That's right, you heard correct. £60 whole pounds. Uh, they're, they're pricing people like us. They don't want us there, Johnny. That's what they're saying with that, really. Um... Just off in the distance, we're on Thorpe Lane. This is gonna lead, and we can see the sign, big wheel, big cartwheel over sign saying Thorpe on the Hill. And um That's the kind of place that, that doesn't want people like us around as well, Johnny. I think so. I think you know, maybe just maybe this New Year's party is just for people from Thorpe on the Hill. They can stroll home and uh leave leave us to be uh, sick in a high street gutter where we belong. on <laughs> <laughs> um, On our Lincoln A to Z map. A20. um, Big sign here saying Wisby Nature Park. uh, Over that, It's not. It's not Wisby Nature Park. Uh, If you look at our website. uh, Someone's contributed to that. And uh, the man who's contributed to that is my dad. Who's uh, said that it's not Wisby Nature Park. And he's right. I'm not going to tell him he's right though. Don't uh, don't tell him he's right about anything. It's not Wisby Nature Park. It is basically just a private lake. For skiing, boating and fishing. Um, So... Wisby Nature Park is a bit further down and if you're making a 90 minute radio show and a podcast uh, Wisby Nature Park has got has got things in it Um, and you're allowed in it and you can walk around it and you can look at stuff (laughs) and talk about it and you know just generally make a good a good radio program about it Uh, stood as we are at the minute saying restricted area keep away get out of here huddled away in bushes keeping out the way of uh, of passing cars this grid is uh, we're struggling really struggling
3: for a place that's dominated by an entertainment venue uh, it's not a lot of fun around here is it at
0: all so Brayford Leisure Caravan Centre we're not going to go into too much detail there because it's a bit my old man works there and he said you know we don't we basically we don't want to set him off talking about caravans someone said to me at work Oh, you should get yourself a caravan. You know, you've got a family, get yourself a caravan. Apart from the fact I can't afford one. Have you seen how much they are? It's a peculiar thing. Basically, you, 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 if, if I was to take my family, and although we do it in a tent, if I was to take my family for a week in a caravan, it would definitely have that boxed-in feel. <laughs> and we're talking here not about a static home, quite like a static home, but a caravan They're on a couple of wheels. And in that, you've got to fit four beds, a kitchen, mm. and even a bathroom as well. Uh, You're going to be on top of each other. I love my family dearly. Uh, But too much of a good thing uh, can can lead for an unhappy family life. Uh, So, Johnny, um, if there's one thing I don't know about you, probably because I've never thought to ask, is (laughs) uh, what do you think about caravans?
3: I don't quite see the point in them, to be honest. I mean, for a start, the walls in them are way for thin. And when I go to the toilet... I don't want my nearest and dearest hearing every little grunt and grumble, you know. So that, that's, that's number one. I couldn't live with it. I'd have to make everyone stand outside. But um, as you say, they're expensive. I and mean, how much are they? What, what are you talking for, a caravan?
0: Uh, well, a, a brand new caravan, so, and probably state of the art. You can get, I know you can get them cheaper, but you're looking in the region of about 20 grand.
3: See, how many nights could you get in decent hotels for that? You know, people always sell the idea of a caravan as it's they're saving money by having a caravan. They, you know, they get to go on cheap holidays. But twenty grand, that would pay for what two two hundred nights in a hotel at hundred quid a night.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that, that wouldn't be too shabby. Or uh, if you've got my kind of uh, mentality, one massive, wonderful night in Vegas, uh, which uh, you would rather have the memory of than <laughs> uh, than a lifetime's caravan holiday. <laughs> so just over. The other side of the bypass, uh, sort of heading towards more North Highcombe, another dangerous crossing. And the top end of, of Thorpe Lane, uh, which is actually in our B21 grid, Thorpe Lane, the majority of it. And uh, there's a place called Activities Away, complete outdoor adventure. Uh, recreation, education, training, but basically you're looking at, at power boating, jet skiing, canoeing and kayaking. Um, any good for you that, Johnny? Any, is, that, is that your kind of caper?
3: Yeah, well, as you know, I am an adrenaline junkie. Um, I, I live life very much on the edge. So, yeah, I, I could go for that. I guess if you drug me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like the kind of thing that's going to happen on a uh, an office team building day. I mean, you you work in an office. Do you think that would be would that build your team?
3: Um. Yeah, I suppose a kind of shared sense of fear would would do something for the team. I guess. Yeah, I, I might suggest it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be very and very popular you'll be too. Uh, I once owned a, a kayak, a very short period of time. And a house we used to live in backed onto a river, uh, a river that made its way most of, most of the way up the garden at one point. Uh, and, and for me to to try and feel a connection with the river, I thought, well, best thing to do is buy myself a kayak. Um, so I, I beat my way through the brambles and the bushes at the bottom of the garden, made my way to the river, uh, and went into town, uh, disturbing fishermen all the way, uh, because I wasn't very good at kayaking. And but then after one. Outing, uh, my own mortality, and the fear of, uh, of losing it crept in, so I, uh, I flogged it. So there we go. My wheeler dealings in the kayak world end. Uh, our our grid visit to A20. Now um, there's something as usual. I, sometimes these chats in the studio we have, Johnny. Um I mean, perhaps could be put into a production meeting rather than actually broadcast on air <laughs> right. uh, but I, I think it 's important for us to acknowledge uh and, and, and progress and for the listener to evolve with us and what What I think we 've had in series four um is is a few grids with not that much in it yeah um and I think when we go out to any grid visits now um I, I think it's possible. We'll always moan when there's not much there, um, but editing wise, I'm gonna I'm gonna start blaming you again, you know, because you're you're here. Um, maybe we should just leave that moaning out. If I cut the moaning out, it'd be about two minutes long. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah no, we've, we've got do. ninety minutes to fill. There, <laughs> we do need some content, don't we? Um, yeah. So uh, slim pickings. Yes. Uh, generally, apart from the, the very busy road. Uh, which well, very dangerous to cross. Um, I, I, is there some bridge or something going to be built there? Do you know, Johnny? You know, you know things about this kind of thing.
3: Um, I don't think there is. No, no. There's nothing new planned for the the, the existing bypass. There's talk of bridges for the new one, but um, okay. Well, then no. we're going to
0: we'll cover the, the the new bypass. We will. Uh, till, uh, till, we certainly will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've <laughs> already got your. Uh, I can see the, <laughs> the venom in your eyes, ready uh, to kick out about that one. But well, if that bypass wasn't there, let me let me. Uh, let me be uh, the, the person sitting on the fence to make a change there. Um, if that bypass wasn't there, all that traffic would be going past your house in town, wouldn't it? Well, I mean,
3: arguably, places yes. like Carhome Road have mm-hmm. got more traffic now since the bypass was built because traffic goes around and comes up Carhome Road into town. So right. like, roads mean, like that have like, actually like, ended up worse. Yes,
0: you mean like I did today. Exactly. Uh, twice, yeah, yeah. in yeah. fact. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, you know, the point the point is that the how many millions they spent on it if they'd instead spend that on different things then there wouldn't be as much traffic in the first place that's that's the argument really isn't it it is
0: but all those things you order on the internet that get delivered to your house how do you think they get there well yeah there's not there's not as many of those as there is all of those books people. that you can order to put on your bookshelf in color order or, <laughs> or, or name one and you know this is this you know you know whenever i talk about your bookshelf it's coming from uh well envy really yeah, Isn't I've it? got a very impressive bookshelf. I, I mean, have to said. you saying. need a ladder to get to the top. of you it, do. You? literally a ladder. Yeah. 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 Mm, swine. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, but yeah, I just think generally more more effort needed on our part, and I think that's you know that's. that's...
3: Yeah, we should try yeah. and be more positive, shouldn't we? We should all. tough or
0: Not pick an entire series. Yeah. Where <laughs> yeah. yeah, where every one of the <laughs> ones we didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More balance. <laughs> like you know, you know, remember that. Um, it wasn't a stand-up piece. What That performance uh, poetry bit I did that time about life is a roller coaster. Yes, um, yeah. Well, this, this is very much a, a flat roller coaster. Hey, resembling the Lincolnshire landscape, that's what we're doing here uh, by, by, by doing that. But we are. I mean, this is, what, this is what's there. When, we, when we, we go and do something as silly as selecting uh, these things at random, um, you know, we, we, we could have picked up, you know, more. Mind you, we could have picked more built-up areas, but then we just end up in places like North Hyken, which, uh, well none of us want to do, do no we? no no way um, okay <laughs> what else have we got what else have we got for this bit do you remember I think that was it. To be honest. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, there was
3: two two metal fences, a little narrow road with no footpath, and yeah, I think so, that yeah. was it really. We my,
0: my talk there of, uh, of caravan holidays, uh, I'm actually doing something a little bit more ridiculous this year and taking uh, yeah, the right. taking the family to stop in a pod, uh, which I suppose pod? yeah yeah which is probably even a little bit smaller <laughs> uh, than a caravan. So you know we'll be uh, we'll all be very familiar uh, by the end of the week, I'm sure. But yeah. it's, a pod is, is uh, to illustrate it for you, Johnny. It's the kind of thing you might see on George Lamb's. Amazing, not George Lamb. No, no, yeah. no, George Lamb. We used to present on Six Music. <laughs> That's didn't right.
3: He? Yeah, I know you mean George. George. Um... Yeah, that that, that fellow from the northeast. Yeah, um, we, we know the one. He cries a lot. He does.
0: He <laughs> uh, His amazing spaces. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, it's, it's basically a garden shed with uh, a, a semi comfortable bed in it. I think. Uh, is this what they call glamping? If they're you know punchable uh, uh, types. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. i you know I, I, that that. The, the word you've just used uh, fills me with as much venom as when, when, I, when we're talking about bypasses in your eyes, or, or plastic windows even. Lincoln A to Z. Now on each and every Lincoln A to Z, I have the pleasure of introducing Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archive to lift the lid on the hidden past of our grids. And this one is a belter.
1: The challenge of this week's grid square was to find something new to say about an area where there's seemingly little human settlement, made more difficult because I've already investigated one nearby and I don't want to repeat myself. However, as with one or two other seemingly historically featureless grid squares in our A to Z project, there's actually fascinating evidence of human activity. Archaeological excavation prior to and during the extraction of sands and gravels which form the lakes we see today have suggested that the area would have been substantially more inhabited than it now appears to be. Finds have included stone-age tools such as hand axes and arrowheads, Roman kilns, Romano-British pottery shards, and medieval field systems known as ridge and furrow, so there we go. Evidence of human settlement beneath today's landscape. However, I'm going to go off on a tangent now and make this grid square about the River Trent. Bear with me, I'll make it fit. I've already mentioned how this area was created by gravel and sand extraction, those materials vital for the construction of the city's growing rail and road network throughout the 19th and 20th centuries. What I never considered, though, was just how all this sand and gravel should actually have got there in the first place. I said on a previous podcast that the River Trent may have flowed through Lincoln having looked into the prehistory of this grid square it seems all that sand and gravel we've extracted over the years were the earliest deposits found during archaeological excavations and were produced when the river trent passed through this area on its way to lincoln some eighty thousand years bp that's before present i.e 1950 the river trent rises on biddulph Moor in staffordshire and flows over 200 kilometres to enter the Humber estuary at Trent Falls for much of its lower reaches, forming a natural boundary between Nottinghamshire and Lincolnshire. The route it takes to get to the Humber is only relatively recent, though. The geology of the Old River deposits northeast of Newark suggests that from Nottinghamshire it may have cut through two gaps in Lincolnshire's Limestone Ridge, first at Ancaster and then at Lincoln on its way to the North Sea. This early course was completely disrupted by glacier action and the whole landscape of the county changed, with the course of the Trent moving further west to flow north up to the Humber, in line with the course we know today. The history of this grid square describes a significant episode in the history of one of England's great rivers, a river that's meandered its way through our prehistoric county, buffeted and changed by immense geographical forces which were shaping our island, before finally deciding on a course in relatively modern times and roughly sticking to it. It's always been a powerful, respected, even feared river. Even in living memory, the Trent has been regarded by those living along its banks as a hungry river, which demanded sacrifice, whether human, animal or monetary, to keep it appeased. Nowadays, we perhaps consider the Trent to have been brought into some kind of control and made to work for us. We've straightened and bypassed sections. We've forced it to flow through embankments to prevent the flooding of nearby fields needed for agriculture. We've dredged it and constructed complex canalised sections with weirs to control the flow and locks to allow the transport of goods across the spine of the country, connecting towns and ports. We've excavated its early riverbed to obtain materials needed to construct the modern world. We've exploited its power along the lower reaches with power stations to generate electricity. And yet, occasionally, this mighty river, which once flowed through our county when the Witham was just a glint in Lincolnshire's eye, very occasionally this ancient watercourse still flexes its muscles, breaking its man-made banks, remember when Dunham Bridge flooded in Christmas 2013, flooding fields and houses, meeting the high tide to create the Eiger, a tidal wave which builds momentum along the Trent up to Gainsborough, reminding us of its latent power and giving us a sobering glimpse of its mighty prehistoric past, a past to which our tiny grid square, nowhere near the modern Trent, was once a part.
0: And she managed to make it fit. Absolutely fantastic. Our thanks, as always, to Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives. Lincoln A to Z. A question of Lincoln. And the bells there, the chiming bells of Lincoln Cathedral, telling us that it's time for a question of Lincoln. I was actually outside the cathedral and that was happening the other day, Johnny. I actually heard that chime and um, it struck a little bit of fear into my heart. I thought someone was going to <laughs> ask me a, a question I didn't know the answer to. Um, so in that spirit, uh, are you going to go first this week, Johnny? Yeah, I'll go first. It's time, nice, uh, easy one for you. Johnny, Good.
3: Now this week, uh, Lincoln is very proud of uh, one of its inhabitants winning uh, a silver at the Winter Paralympics. All Jade right. Etherington Yeah, brilliant. Uh, won in the, the skiing. She won a silver and also a bronze later on. Yes, 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 yes. Now, it's not the first time we've had a, a silver Olympic medalist here in Lincoln. <gasps> Olympic swimmer Paul Palmer was born of and course, trained yeah. right here in Lincoln. But in which year did he win Olympic silver in the 400-meter freestyle? Was it A, 1996, mm-hmm. B, 2000, mm-hmm. or C,
0: 2004? Your time starts now. Now, I met him in a club once, and he was very friendly, really nice bloke. When would that have been? Uh, 2000. You're saying 2000? Yes. (coughs) It was was
3: 1996. Was it? Longer ago than you think. Oh, yeah, it's
0: always the way, isn't it? Always the way. I'm older than I... uh, Well, not as much as I look, but certainly than I think I look. My question to you now, Johnny. Uh, In the last edition of Lincoln A to Z, I ridiculed you for not remembering... The houses that we had at the uh, the glorious concrete city school in the late 80s and early 90s. And then I could only remember my own house, Tennyson. So this week, I looked them up. Oh, okay. Uh, the houses were Tennyson, St Hugh. Mm. It's all coming back to you now, isn't it? Franklin uh-huh. and Newton. I think uh, I was Franklin. You, th- you think you were Franklin. Yeah. Okay. My question to you, Johnny Lee Hall, is what colour did St Hugh... Represent was it oh. a yellow, B blue, or C red?
3: Oh, um, not the faintest idea. I don't know anything about him,
0: really. So, okay, well, you give me a clue? Absolutely not. It's, no, 33, no, no. 33 and a third percent. This is,
3: yeah, it's got to be a, a. I'm gonna go middle for diddle. I'll go for B. Oh, uh, B blue. No, I'm afraid it was
0: C red was it uh, okay. i had no chance on that yeah yeah so if you were franklin by mm. my memory uh which is uh well shot to bits as we all know um you would have been green was i yes. okay yeah mm. absolutely okay there we go question of lincoln and uh, so no one won no that was a waste of time really wasn't it <laughs> wasted our time and everyone else <laughs> you can only apologize for that <laughs> ladies and gentlemen so uh so with the frustration, of not having Wisby Nature Park to explore in our grid, even though the map says that's what it is. Uh, We did some poking about, and thanks to a certain Peter Tyler, we were introduced to George Hazelwood, who, as a part of his family, runs Hazelwood Ski World.
4: Yes, there's about 50 acres that's designated for water skiing. Um, We mainly have national competitors come down there, but they they arrive from different areas where they want to get better and improve to ski in national tournaments. And they come here for coaching.
0: Tell me about the water skiing then. I mean, do, do you water ski yourself?
4: Yeah, so I water ski. The whole family water skis. Um, my brother's yeah water ski coach. He's a senior world champion. Um, the site was originally sort of meant for the family to ski, but it, more and more people wanted to have a go, and it's ended up as a club.
0: I think a lot of people's experience of, 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 of water skiing is perhaps watching you've been framed and things like that. I mean, tell me it gets easier than, uh, than you know, the people yes. you see having they go on holiday.
4: It is quite hard to learn to water ski. It's not a natural sport to learn, but once you've learned, you've obviously got a soft landing when you fall off. Yeah. And uh, you can progress quite quickly and you can go into different areas of the sport, like wakeboarding, which is similar to snowboarding. But we are actually water skiing, which is more similar to snow skiing. Um, we specialise in the in the skiing part of water skiing.
0: But also on this area there are uh, static caravans and uh, is that Joe Joe Casters you got there in the in yes, the...
4: it's Joe restaurant which is right in the middle of the site. Um, they specialise in weddings and outside functions. And it's a really good setting for them, so it works really well for them.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I don't think there would be many people in Lincoln who'd not been to some kind of function yes, yeah. uh, around here. You know, given the size of Lincoln and, uh, and given the site. But uh, well, we're here on a, on a well, it's, it's, nice, it's a nice, fresh, wintry day out here. But yes. working in this in this landscape, it must be must be really nice working outdoors. Uh, you know, meeting, working with people as well here.
4: Yes, we used to. My brother and I used to be working, in you know, a lot harder. At, a lot harder area but now we've sort of specialised in the water skiing and taking a bit easier really. It's, it is quite a good life. Outdoors quite a lot on the lake. As long as you don't get sunburnt you're pretty good.
0: So also just I mentioned earlier if for the, the bypass there I think there are people on the, the eastern side of the city that have a lot of concerns about what a bypass means and being where we are now actually we're not very far from the bypass but you you perhaps wouldn't know it there no it's there i think it's very cleverly shaded off by some some trees uh, and that that maybe deflects the noise and the and certainly the sight of a a lot of lorries thundering past us
4: yeah three or four years after we bought the site the bypass came along and uh, we were were quite worried about it really uh, obviously this is a leisure area and uh, we're worried about the noise and everything but to be honest it's given us so much better access um, people can find us now, and you just don 't notice the uh you don 't notice the bad points really it 's just that we 've got a lot more a lot more businesses have arrived in the area because of the better links, so the people around here have got more affluent and to be honest it 's better for us really
0: so so the lakes are they, they, they have they always been there or were they dug out specifically for this kind of thing?
4: I believe the lakes were finished in about nineteen seventy four i think the it was a disused quarry site um it was it was going it was being used for nothing really so the gravel companies contacted my father because he was involved with water skiing and um and asked if anyone was interested in buying the lake for water skiing and he you know he said yeah i'll have a go at that and so he spent i think he was 55 when he bought the lake and he sort of semi-retired into into um into building the water ski lake up from which was a fairly messy area of land really mm-hmm. he bought some equipment and just had a go and uh, it's turned out pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, i going to say, yeah, I mean, that, that, that statement of having a go has turned out to be something, you know, looking out, out over this lake is something very special indeed, isn't it?
4: Yes, yes, it's, turn, it's turned out brilliantly. My father planted thousands of trees. We all thought, well, everyone said they would die, but the trees have lived, and now they're, no one thought we'd ever see them get to be as big as they are, and it looks great.
0: Super. Thank you ever so much to George Hazelwood for taking the time uh, to talk to us uh, about Hazelwood Ski World and uh, and what, what it's like uh, to, well, to spend almost every day around then. It really is a very nice part of the world. Uh, and I'm, I'm pleased I could uh, go and have a look around it. You can't go and have a look, but I got there. Um, OK, so during that interview, um, l- last time we did an outtake on the programme, Johnny, you sprung it on me. Uh, I'm about to, this is like a confession, really. Um, if you can play uh, that cart in a second, Johnny, and uh, th- this is me being a complete... Imbecile. I see. So snow skiing, tell me tell me a bit about that. I've not I'm not too familiar with snow skiing. What's that?
4: Well, you know, you go to the mountains, we're off to the mountains oh, to go of course. snow skiing, yeah. Honestly, I, do you know what
0: for the for the life of me then I thought something to do with a boat and a ski. Sorry, you can see yeah. this is really is not yeah. my ex- yeah, yeah. area of expertise. right, right. Yeah. I'll edit myself out so make, yeah. don't make myself look daft. Yeah. Uh, so here I am uh, confessing and uh, making myself look daft. I mean, uh, during that interview, he, he talked about snow skiing, and just that that phrase because we'd been talking about water skiing, it, it completely went blank from my mind. And I thought, well, oh, and somehow I thought a boat on snow—I I, I couldn't quite compute it. It seemed like something out of a James Bond film. And uh, I wanted to find out more. I thought I'd found out about a great new sport <laughs> involving that. The Winter Olympics—we're going to, you know, look out and—and uh, and there we go. Uh, <laughs> and as you can hear, you know, the, the air turned blue. And, uh, you know, uh, I have no idea, Johnny. I mean, what do you think? Um, Well, it's very brave of you to, to, you know,
3: reveal that to everyone. But uh, it confused me a bit, if I'm absolutely honest. You you, you just call it skiing, don't you? You don't call it snow. I suppose if if you do a lot of water skiing, you're going to have to, you know, differentiate it in some way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I can see why it happened. You're still an idiot.
2: (laughs) Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z.
0: Another thing we're doing uh, as part of Lincoln A to Z is an exhibition. December 2014, uh, we'll be holding a five-week exhibition. They've given us five weeks uh, in uh, in the Courtyard Gallery there. And uh, we'll be displaying objects and every grid we go to we collect an object uh, as well as the the commissioned artwork and I'll I'll come to that in a second the commissioned artwork because something happened today that made me very excited indeed about that Um, but uh, something we're collecting uh, we mentioned earlier Brayford leisure caravan centres I've got I've got family you know if this was an EastEnders episode we would say oh yeah got a bit of family down there and um, they had a a bit of a, a gander about the place so some of the lads in the workshop there were looking around and we've got an old Tub of glue an old tube of glue that's holding most of those caravans down there together um but it's real strong stuff really good stuff johnny there's a little bit left in the in the bottom of it i think i might use that at home for something although not really quite sure what yeah, yeah maybe yeah i'll try and stick a shelf up with it apparently it'll do that job it's fantastic stuff um so i understand johnny that you, you sometimes conceptually struggle with how we're going to display a tub of glue alongside actually some very good, you know, when, when we're commissioning this artwork, we're actually, you know, talking proper artists, you know, people who are very, very good. Um, how do you think that tub of glue is going to go down?
3: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> how, how big is this tub? Are we talking like a... Pen? You know,
0: yeah, you know, you like you would have like on a gun of sealant that kind ah, of thing. that kind of thing. Yeah, right, yeah Okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, I mean it it, it <laughs> does it does sum up the grid, I'll give you that. Yeah, you know, there yeah. were a lot of caravans around there, a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, park homes or whatever they're called, lots of mobile homes of various types.
0: Um, So, yeah, it it certainly represents the grid. We're not writing the story here, are we? The grids are writing the story, Johnny. That's our get-out clause for when we produce a (laughs) carbuncle of uh, of something that was surrounded by fantastic art. Now, talking of which, um, I got a uh, Facebook message today. Uh, The start, the start of something very special indeed. Uh, A chap called Philip Clark, who is one of our commissioned artists, and um, he basically he's, he's, he started his artwork today and showed the outline, the drawing of that blank piece of paper, at the start. And he's, you know, I know what Phil does is he is a very um, uh, precise. A uh, uh, way of way of drawing and it's a uh, repetitive drawing that kind of thing. Uh, extremely stylistic. It's going to go down the bottom end. I've already visualized exactly where this is going to be, and uh, it's, it's going to look absolutely fabulous. and We've already talked about colours, dimensions, etc., etc. And it, you know it, that's the thing that everyone, I think, will be pointing at rather than uh, <laughs> the, the the mess in the middle that we're going to produce. Um, but it, it's just lovely to see the progression of this, and he'll keep posting pictures of of the progression because it's all part of the story uh, of where it comes up to. Uh, to the end uh, right okay what 's next Johnny where am I there's no we've running order now. now that that running order that that you yeah, that yeah you that you didn't email me that I never look at anyway so I can completely understand why you didn't email me hmm. uh, okay right so treff of course treff now we've got treff in two parts this uh this week, and um, Treff was so excited about this winter edition uh, of the uh, a20 grid of his version of the a20 grid that he telephoned it in
2: this is a20 wisbe nature Park. Reflections off the bank. Wanlit lit lake. Mists. Frost. Empty trees. Swans. Frozen sheep. County gate. Footpath. Bracken bronze copper. Hurdle. Reflections off the bank. Winter. Not always dull. Beauty lies in its depth.
0: So, as always, our thanks to uh, to Tref there. Philosopherontap.com is where you can go. And uh, I think that's probably the most poetic uh, part he's done for us here, really. And it really, uh, I th- I'd really, really like that. And now it's time for Tref's version of summer in our grid. A20,
2: the lake in summer. Bright primary colours float across the surface. Small boats under an endless blue sky. The water shimmering as the hottest day of the year drives me into the pleasant shade above the lake. Black-haired gulls find energy, absorb from the afternoon heat and reeds where weak old ducklings hide and dragonflies hover, sway gently at the water's edge. Dry onlookers avoid the drip of wet clothes, of self-drenched red-faced children, dazzled eyes squinting in the high sun, tongues in search of cool refrigeration and parent-toweled cosset.
0: So there we go. Summer, in our A twenty grid, uh, according to Trevor Davis. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Before we wind up uh, the program, currently I'm in training for the ten k. Uh, my entry this year for the uh, for the Lincoln ten k uh, was very much dictated to by by Lincoln A to Z. It goes through one of our grids uh, in on our hunt uh, for ever changing uh, subject matter. Um, we decided that you know I'm, I'm going to be running around with uh, a recorder. And, uh, Johnny, you're going to be doing the Lincoln 10K as well. Is is this right? Because I've signed up. I've, I'm, I'm a fully paid-up member. I've got my number uh, with its timing chip in. Uh, and I'm writing uh, a blog for it online. We will not be as vulgar as to advertise where it is, but it's there. You know, I'm, I'm really getting involved in this. I'm actually enjoying the process of running. Um, it's it's quite good, not just for running, uh, but creativity-wise as well. Because any writing I'm doing or radio stuff, uh, it's giving me a lot of time to think. When you're out there and pounding the streets and getting fitter and feeling better for it, how Johnny is your training going?
3: Well. I mean, my, my concept mm-hmm. was to do the 10K, <laughs> if we can call it, if I can call it. I love so the word concept, well done. Um, was to try and do the 10K with no training whatsoever. That, okay. that was my whole idea. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to show it, that it could be done. It's an idea. It's certainly an idea. Whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, mm-hmm. I don't well, know. Well, we do know. We all know the answer. Well, but yeah, on. yeah. But I've, I've, as you say, I've I'm, I'm not actually signed up yet. And this week, this is, this is true as well, this week I've actually had a bit of a bad back. I've never no. had that before. Never in my life have I had a bad back. And, you know, so I've been rearranging
0: got, the, all those lifting the books. Obviously, the book that's
3: self, it. Yeah. I have got a, a rather significant birthday this year. And I'm wondering if this is just what happens. Are you, what you, are you 39? I'm 39 now. <laughs> um, yeah. October yeah. this year, it all goes well, bad. But. Yeah. Well, do you know, what? I did.
4: I
0: did have this idea. And again, this is more production meeting on air, but we'll go for it. Uh, in that um, I was going to say, well, I'll run it and you can give the spectators point of view but i don't oh. re- i don't really don't want to give you a way out <laughs> actually i think that would make quite a much better radio than hearing you huff and puff your way around the thing uh, and moan about your back but hmm. um i don't know maybe this is a conversation we should have uh, elsewhere but yeah. I, I i don't know as i, I necessarily want to give you that easy option the way out
3: there's part of me that wants to do it a very very small part mm-hmm. but there is a part of me that that likes the idea you know i've lived in lincoln all my life mm-hmm. and to have lived here all those years and seen many many 10ks come and go mm-hmm. um to have never have actually done it myself seems a bit of a shame so if I, if I can call myself a proper lincolnite i really should do it at least once
0: yeah then you'll be able to call yourself an athlete absolutely uh, yeah. and you yeah. get a medal as well and everything to prove it Well <laughs> you do have to pay for your t-shirt you have to pay extra for your t-shirt this do you? year. yeah yeah oh, swiss i know it's not part of the gig is it Uh, Anyway, that's it. We're going to round up there. Johnny, where are we going to be next week?
3: Next week, we are in V9, which is Greekwell Hall Farm. So you've got Greekwell Hall Farm itself, Greekwell
0: Hall, uh, a bit of Greekwell Road, and uh, that whole area around there. Okay, now, a a bit of a a preamble into this one is that I really, really loved it there, didn't I? You did, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, he's not giving a lot away. It's kind of, uh, nice to be looking forward to it, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Now, thanks, as always, to everyone involved in putting this program together. Our thanks to Joe Hughes uh, from the Lincolnshire Archives, Treff from Philosopher on Tap. Dot com. And uh, you, of course, uh, for listening. If you know anything about any of our grids, uh, please do get in contact. Lincoln A to Z at SirenOnline.co.uk, and there's the website LincolnAtoZ.co.uk.